Hello there, Vitamizers, and welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. As always, I'm Allison here with Slenderella in Austin, Texas, and this is one of our episodes that we recorded at Paleo FX. It was super interesting, and I was actually your host for this one. The boys were too busy <laughs> slinging drinks and giving shots, but before we get into it... The How Do You Health podcast is brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is recorded at MSW Lounge. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. They provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. This podcast is sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. Okay, so our guest today is Scott Nelson, a co-founder of Juve. Now, Juve is a red light therapy company, and I was super excited to talk to him about this. Uh, it's something that I personally am getting into more and more, and he did gift me a little Juve go at the end, so I've been playing with that. But yeah, this is... Um, quite interesting how much light can affect our health. And I've been using blue blockers personally just for a few years as far as like blocking blue light at night, but it's so much more than that. And Juve is on the forefront of explaining that and bringing that to the mainstream with their incredible devices. So I think you guys are really going to like this episode and it's something we haven't addressed yet. So here is Scott from Juve on the How Do You Health podcast. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the How Do You Health podcast. I am here at Paleo FX 2019 with Scott. He is one of the co-founders of Juve, which is a red light therapy uh, brand. So Scott, why red light? No, first, it's awesome to be here. Thanks yeah. for having me on the show. Um, light is one of probably the most underappreciated aspects of overall health, mm -hmm. uh, which I, I imagine we'll certainly get into the, into this uh, into more detail in this quick discussion. Um, yeah. But most people just don't realize the profound effect it has on our lives. Mm -hmm. uh, and we can you know, it, it starts with sort of the light that we're exposed to at different times of the day. Mm -hmm. um, most people are beginning to understand that excess blue light at night uh, can have some some massive uh, disruptions to our circadian rhythm mm -hmm. which affects our affects our health but also um, 
um, as sort of an, in addition to that, I should say, is the effect that um, light, like overall natural light deficiency has on, on our health as well. And what I mean by that is there's a pretty well-known stat that uh, Americans now spend 93% of our lives indoors under oh, artificial geez. light. And yeah. that's, a, that's drastically different than, you know, what our, our Paleolithic ancestors, uh, how they used to live their lives. And so uh, light is, is super important, um, and uh, we just don't get enough of it. Yeah, so you told me downstairs when we were talking at your booth that you guys founded this company when you were living in Minneapolis, <laughs> which makes total sense as to why you were like, oh, we're inside nine months out of the year. Right. Um, you're in Orange County now. We're, yeah, we're in yeah. sunny Orange County. A little, <laughs> bit, little bit different, especially considering we're, uh, we're at, at Paleo FX late April and yeah. Min Minneapolis is getting snow. So, yeah, yeah for, fortunately, we're not, we're not there. Minneapolis is a cool city for those, for those that live there, for sure. We loved yeah. it, but yeah, definitely so do cold. You, do you think that, like, you're living in Minneapolis kind of inspired this? Like, what first sparked your interest in this whole light health thing? Because, like you said, it's not something people talk about a lot. Ex exactly. It's, um, and, and what we're talking about, like, this concept of light for health, it's actually a subspecialty of, of medicine. Um, in, in the world of academics, it's called, it's referred to as photobiomodulation. Yeah. So it's actually a really well-known, I should say, a really well-known therapy in this, in this niche field, mm -hmm. but not overly well-known to kind of the mainstream kind of fitness and, uh, and, 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 and nutrition sort of arenas. Yeah. And when we were living in Minneapolis, um, actually my sister-in-law and my wife, they purchased, I'm using air quotes here, a red light therapy package from a local spa. Yeah. Saw really good results with uh, related to, to skin, but they had to go consistent, consistently to this the spa. They went four or five times a week over the course of like two to three months. Mm -hmm. So I really, like I said, saw really good results, but that's that's onerous for, for anyone. It's not overly uh, overly uh, convenient, definitely not budget friendly. Yeah. And so that's what actually started our, our, our path um, to, to Juve is actually trying to figure out like how do you, how can we get this concept of, of full body light therapy or red light therapy in, in, into the home where it's easily accessible. Yeah. And so uh, we didn't intend to kind of start a company around that, <laughs> but there just wasn't any other products available yeah. um, at the time. And so uh, that was back in 2015 and, you know, three, a little over, I guess, four years, four years later yeah. now, uh, we've, uh, we've rolled out a, you know, a red light therapy brand and our kind of our, our, our sort of claim to fame anyways, this concept of full body light therapy. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking, you guys brought a little mini juice yeah. here and you know, I, I like to back up to you and talk about like the blue light versus mm -hmm. the red light because I think you're right. There's so many blue blockers as we call them on the market now. People mm -hmm. are kind of understanding that, you know, looking at screens, watching TV, being in artificial light at night is kind of messing up our circadian rhythm. But honestly, like as someone in the space, I knew that there, you know, for the past few years, I knew that there was the orange and the red light that yeah. you should have during the day and like, you know, shut off the blue light at night, but, um, or, sorry, I mixed that up, yeah. right? Like you should have the blue light during the day and then shut it yeah, off at night. night. Yeah, there you go. Um, but no one talks about like adding the red and the orange light. We see that the blue blockers are orange yep. blocking out the blue light, but, um, as much as we're trying to block the blue light, no one's talking about receding red light. You got it. You got it. And the, 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 the best analogy that, that I, um, that I, uh, like, like to use with people that are kind of new to understanding, you know, the, the impact that light has on our health is, is um, really comparing it to macronutrients. Mm -hmm. Like most, most of uh, most of us listening to this, you know, this conversation, understand that you know the differences between proteins, fats, and carbs, yep. and then especially consuming those during different times of the day, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you if you eat high glycemic carbs at night and spike your insulin levels, not really a great recipe for success when it comes to you know nutrition and, and, and overall sleep. health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just has so many downstream ramifications. Well, our our bodies are like solar panels. 
and we respond and metabolize different wavelengths of light at different times of the day. Mm -hmm. And it's best to sort of like think about that, the, the morning sunrise, you know, the, 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 the way the, the sun's positioned during the day and the bright white and, and blue light that we get during the day. And then as the sun sets, you get an excess amount of, of, of red and near infrared with the, with the sunset. Yeah, you can see it in the clouds. Yeah, yeah. and that's just based on, um, that, that's how our biological systems ha have adapted and evolved is based on the morning sunrise and sunset. Mm -hmm which is drastically, we, we don't get enough of that, and mainly because of our, our modern lifestyles, the, yeah. way, the way we live. And even, even being in the light therapy space, I still have to be cognizant every day of the fact that like, wow, I'm sitting in front of a computer <laughs> all day for like eight or nine, 10 hours a day sometimes, and I'm not even going out in bright, sunny Southern California. I'm not even you know, out in the, in, in the sun and getting some, some natural light exposure. So yeah. it's, it's this kind of, this, it's this thing that's sort of missing from most people's lives, and it's easy to just like, toss it to the side and kind of forget about it mm -hmm. but it does have a uh, some pretty profound um you know ramifications in terms of optimizing you know overall health yeah so i, I do know too talking about the different wavelengths like you guys posted on the paleo fx blog recently mm -hmm. um about specific wavelengths that are beneficial so mm -hmm. um how did you even like i mean because you know you can just grab a red light bulb <laughs> and say this is red light therapy but right. like how did that like how did you guys do your research to figure out what wavelengths are optimal, and how do you make sure that your devices are doing that? Sure. Yeah. No. So, so most of our most of our research is um, is 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 on the on the backs of mm -hmm. like photomedicine researchers, people like Dr. Michael Hamlin, who's probably one of the world's most renowned photomedicine researchers. He's uh, he's at Harvard Medical School, runs his own his own lab there, and he's a, he's part of our scientific advisory board. So, I mean, we're we're trying to do our best to like you know yeah. raise a, a fair amount of education around the science of light therapy, but it's largely on the backs of of, of legitimate yeah. researchers like like that. But um, when it comes to light therapy, you want to, um, there's actually a pretty narrow window within the overall light spectrum mm -hmm. um, that's been shown to um, uh, help our the mitochondria in our cells produce more cellular energy. Okay, so that's how you decide what the wavelength is that you want. It's e the mitochondrial research. Exactly, exactly. It. And, and it's, there's, a, there's a couple specific enzymes during cellular respiration that have a, a particular resonance with red and near-infrared light. So mm -hmm. visible red light in the mid-600 nanometer range and then uh, invisible near-infrared in the mid-800 nanometer range. Okay. So we're not talking about uh, mid and far infrared yeah. like, like, like you'd see in a sauna, mm -hmm. um, but this is near-infrared which doesn't generate uh, uh, heat, mm -hmm. but instead those specific wavelengths you know, induce that, that, uh, that cellular energy production um, which leads to a whole host of benefits, everything from increased collagen production for healthier skin to faster muscle recovery to reduce joint pain and inflammation, uh, weight loss, even mm -hmm. hair regrowth. Uh, it sounds like a late night QVC commercial, yeah. but, but all of these benefits are, are supported in, uh, by um, a, a lot of peer reviewed uh, uh, published literature. Yeah, I know for sure, like for me as someone who, you know, found this space like with a messed up gut and eating disorders and mood issues and like terrible acne, mm -hmm. Since incorporating light, just being more intentional about being outside, mm -hmm. um, like you said, we're in front of computers most of the time. I'm lucky enough to get to work outside sometimes, just yeah. bring my computer outside. Sure. I've totally noticed a shift in my skin quality and my hair. Like I get compliments on it all the time now because it's so crazy. Yeah. So I, I see personally the benefits of that. Right, right. Um, and that, that's one of the, I mean, if you're new to kind of just understanding the importance of, of, of light just for overall health. That's the first step we really recommend is just just become more cognizant yeah. of stepping outside. Yeah. You know, even if it's 10 to 15 minutes a day, grab your laptop and go take a phone call, a conference call. Go take it outside. Mm -hmm. Go answer, you know, some emails outside. You yeah. know, get some natural light exposure. That's usually the the, the first step. 
in addition to making sure you're, you're, you know, you're cognizant of the excess blue light you know, at night. Those yeah. are some really simple, easy steps for most people to take, and it's, that's totally free. I mean, and, and, and blue light blocking glasses, although we don't sell them, they're really important, and, and they're, they're pretty, they're pretty cheap. cheap. Yeah, yeah, like 50 bucks. I yeah. mean, everyone has 50 bucks to spend on, on some of those. So yeah. Um, so, yeah, those are like super easy steps to, to sort of begin to get used to uh, you know, the, the impact of light on, on your health. Um, yeah, and, and I like how you're clarifying too, like, this isn't a sauna. Mm-hmm. You literally brought a block that's, what, six inches by yeah. four inches or something? Like, it looks like it's the size of a photo. Yep. And it's just a, a pad of lights, and it's just the light. You're not going to get hot in this thing. Right. You can carry, I can carry that in my carry-on. Yep, yeah. yep. It comes with a, it, it's a really easy way for people to get their, their feet wet uh, with when it comes to light therapy, uh, because these, these things that I'm, I'm holding now, um, come with a nice little travel case mm-hmm. you know so if you're on the go hence the name yeah. uh, it's a really easy way to get a quick dose of yeah. light therapy if you find yourself like all day and you, all day inside and you just can't get you know natural natural light exposure and that's really that's the best way to think about light therapy it's not too dissimilar to to a supplement yeah. right like sometimes it's hard to get all of the nutrients you need from mm-hmm. whole foods i mean that's the ideal if we had yeah. just ultimate flexibility is to get all of our nutrients from whole foods but and just like it is with you know, when it comes to natural light, it would be ideal if we could get enough natural light all the time, you know, on a daily basis. That's ideal, but most of us, our lifestyles don't don't support that. Whether it's we're too busy, we live in a climate that doesn't have a lot of a lot of uh, you know daytime sun. The list goes on and on. But this is a good way to kind of supplement uh, your lifestyle with healthy natural wavelengths of light. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand too. Is like, because like I had the similar conversation about CBD recently with someone. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, asking me, how is this different than just popping an aspirin? Yeah. And, you know, we, we I think people in the, the mainstream, as we call it, are used to understanding now we need, we need vitamins. Like, people ask me all the time about vitamin B12. Mm-hmm. And I have to explain to them, this is probably why you're not feeling that supplement. It's in a bad form, yeah. you know? And, yep. and it gets so convoluted, and there's so many details. And I think we forget that, like, we're just now, as a whole society, grasping the idea of nutrition but I think the thing that's so great about this conference is that the lifestyle is really pushed too. And that's yep. something with, that's so great about your company and, you know, CBD companies or movement companies, like sleep companies. We're trying to remind people that, yeah, you need to eat well and you need to move and exercise, but there's so many other aspects to health that we're neglecting so terribly. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there are things that our bodies need just as much as good food or movement. And yeah, like I said, things that we have receptors for in our body, like you said, there's mm-hmm. literally enzymes that respond to these certain wavelengths. Right. Which tells us that our body needs them. Yeah. Just like when I the CBD example, we have cannabinoid receptors in our bodies, which tells me that we need them. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have aspirin receptors in our bodies, and right. that's what I always tell people. <laughs> that's a good. Yeah, it's a good like, analogy. Um, well, we, yeah, we have receptors for CBD, and then aspirin we don't, and also it destroys your liver. Right. That's the point. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's just, I, I think what you guys are doing is really cool, just as far as the educational aspect mm-hmm. too. Like. Um, uh, you actually mentioned that you have a research board. Yeah. So are you guys doing research or is this like a board of researchers that you've brought together to kind of talk about what they are doing in their own labs? Yeah, no, it, it's, 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 it's the latter. I mean, th- there's yeah. a, there's a, a, a strong community of, of PhDs that study photomedicine on a, you know, that, that is what they do, you know, at I- institutions like Harvard, but also at, at smaller research, um, institutions across the world, like in Sao Paulo, Brazil, for example. Yeah. And I mentioned Sao Paulo is because we're kicking off a few clinical studies with, with their group down there to, stu- to study our, our full body uh, light therapy devices for muscle recovery and athletic performance. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're ki- we kicked off a few uh, clinical studies recently with a group in Minneapolis studying 
um, hormonal he- uh, full body light therapy as it relates to hormonal health, yeah. uh, especially uh, in, in women, the progesterone to estrogen ratios, yep. and then in men, testosterone to estrogen ratios. It's a really cool group, Bristlecone uh, Health in Minneapolis. They're, they're really doing some progressive things. Yeah. But our, our, our fundamental thesis as a company is that full body light mm-hmm. therapy is, is ideal for, for optimal health. If you're going to supplement with a light therapy device, full body is the best, and we yeah. want to showcase that out in, in clinical studies. So I guess to come full circle on your question, yes, we do have a a group, a, a scientific board of, uh, of advisors, that's what we call them, but they're yeah. photomedicine research, but also we're heavily involved in, in, in clinical study work as well. It's very, it's very com- like this is something that we want to do more of as a company and that we will continue to, 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 to do in the future. Yeah, that's just so crazy to me, like thinking back to how you said this company first started, where yeah. your, your wife and your sister-in-law just kind of <laughs> wanted to have nicer skin, and yeah. then it just kind of in, like evolved into this thing where, like, did you guys have any idea the implications of red light therapy when you first started that it could affect so many things? Yeah, and I... was it just like, I want to help my wife not spend so much money on this <laughs> <laughs> No, it was, it was um, it, it's probably not, not too dissimilar to, to, to a lot of startup uh, stories in that... We didn't really intend to start a company, but um, <laughs> it's sort of we were trying to f- fill a need. Like there, there wasn't a uh, this this concept of full body light therapy didn't exist at the time, especially in your own in your own home, and it was just like it was too painful to have to go somewhere on mm-hmm. a, on a consistent basis. And light therapy, the key to it is compliance. You want to get it ideally on a daily basis, if not you know multiple times per week. And so there really wasn't anything available. And my my, my background actually is traditional med tech. So that's we okay. were in, in in Minneapolis, kind of the Silicon Valley of the medical yeah. device space. More specifically, I was uh, my wheelhouse was the peripheral vascular space. So I was used to dealing with like stents and arteries and veins and thrombectomy catheters and like intravascular stuff. So light therapy was like a completely like different ball game. Yeah. But but I went like when I when I first sort of like learned about this, I was super skeptical. I was like, no way. Like <laughs> I'm used to I'm used to real medical stuff. You know, in my yeah. in my in my in my career, um, so I thought it was way woo woo. I didn't understand at all like the concept of uh, of light and its impact on, on our health. That's so but funny. then I, I went straight to PubMed, you know, yeah. and I was like, well, what is like? Is there any data at all that supports this? And I was blown away. I've never seen I've never seen so much peer reviewed clinical literature on on a single therapy. And and I like it forced me to take a step back and think like, why is no one talking about this? Yeah. Right? There's there's tons and like. On continuous wave light therapy alone, there's over 200 double-blind, placebo-controlled, randomized trials that showcase its benefits yeah. across a wide variety of applications. It's like no one's talking about this. There's over 5,000 manuscripts published on just the, con- the overall like category of, of photomedicine, and like no one was really doing a good job of like kind of taking the evidence. Like the science is there, the evidence is there, and kind of like wrapping that up in a way for people to understand. And yeah. so that's one of our that's one of our our, our other big goals as a company is like to double down on full bot, this concept of full body light therapy, but also just education. We allocate yeah. a lot of resources is trying to not only do our own, our, our own research and, and clinical study work, but also bringing to light all of this other stuff that's going on in the, in the photomedicine community and making it easily understandable. So most people can say, oh, I, I, I get that. I need, I need more lights. I need more sunlight. Yeah. If I can't get it, I should, you know, maybe invest in a, in a light therapy device. Bringing to light, not intended pun. But very good. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> pun not intended, but we'll run with it. Yeah, we'll run with it's it. It's funny that you say that, like, the knowledge is there, but the, the application mm-hmm. isn't. Um, what, there's literally a rapid release therapy station next to us in this VIP lounge that's full of a ton of cool therapies yeah. that are all proven to work. Right. Um, but I just heard the woman running the station earlier talking to one of the people who was receiving it, and that you know the person who was receiving the therapy was like, "This feels so great. Like I feel awesome after getting this." And that's how I always feel after I'm in a red light sauna mm-hmm. or just standing in front of the lights. I was yep. messing with them <laughs> uh, earlier in the conference, but it's just it's one of those things where you can't patent 
a wavelength. Yeah. You can't patent a vitamin. And that's one of the discussions we have, like, in our clinic a lot mm-hmm. with Slenderella and all that stuff is we don't want to patent it. Mm-hmm. Like, we shouldn't have to, but, you know, we want to be the ones to research and know what the best is and educate our audience yep. and just let them know, like, hey, this works. And because it's not you know you're not able to like one company isn't able to purchase the rights to it right that's probably why you haven't heard about it sure um but i think that's really great that you guys are you know actively researching because i was going to ask you what your background was yeah you said it was medical tools medical devices Devices. yeah medical yeah yeah Yeah. and that's that's why we started the company in minneapolis i mean that is like the silicon valley of of the medical device space i my the last um i spent time at at medtronic and then covidia and then in boston scientific so like your big your big your big three you know with the exclusion of abbott and st jude but yeah, yeah so so that was my i mean i came from a very traditional sort of like that that's that's full on like Western, you know, traditional yeah. Western medicine, the traditional healthcare system. Uh-huh. So, um, but I've always been passionate personally about um, the intersection between like traditional med tech and traditional healthcare yeah. and consumer driven yeah. healthcare. Um, and so that's one of the things as a company, we're trying to, um, we're trying to blend those two worlds together because our devices are class two medical devices. Oh. So what that means is like, just like most hip implants are class two medical devices. I, surprisingly, um, most people wouldn't think of this as a class two medical device as well. Yeah. And so we're trying to take a very, you know, regulated kind of product, but also make it very consumer-driven and consumer-facing because yeah. uh, most of the people that are adopting light therapy, they're not getting their insurance companies to pay for it. They're, yeah. they're paying cash, but but they want to be involved. They want right. to they wanna engage uh, with, with us as a brand. They want to engage in clinical studies. And so mm-hmm. we're, uh, you know, there'll be, There'll be more to come on that, and, and kind of what we're doing on that front. But we're we're super excited about kind of blending those blending those two two worlds and 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 showcasing uh, and pr- proving out some of our, our, our theories as a company when and it I comes think, to light therapy. Yeah, I think that's the loophole that you guys have figured out is like you need to have the hard evidence, you need to have the clinical trials, you mm-hmm. need to have getting that classification must have helped quite a bit. Sure. To just get those research studies going. Yep. Because, you know, once you have the paperwork of the Western world, you can kind of play with the woo woo stuff a little right. bit more. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I like your comment about the way you view, like how or how your clinic operates in terms of like it's like we're not necessarily interested in in patents. We want people to understand that what we do is 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 supported by by science. It's, yeah. There's a, there's a rationale as to what we're doing. Yeah. That's the same thing. That's the same. That's our our, our goal with when, when people perceive Juve, our, mm-hmm. our company is it's a science first company yeah. that's driven by science. And and all of the all of our products are are tested by independent third parties. So it's like don't. We want you to tr- you want you to trust us, right? Okay. But if you don't, which is totally fine, yeah. Like we we've got this third party independent testing to, to verify like all of our all of our claims and all of our statements, which is pretty important for us, you know. Yeah. And, and it's, it's good too that like you talked about PubMed and all that mm-hmm. stuff. That is, I mean, it's PubMed. It's public medicine. Right. <laughs> you right. Know, anyone can go to PubMed.com and look up photo You got it. You got it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's like I know the word, but I don't think I've ever had to say it out loud. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so anyone can look that up, mm-hmm. or you can even just look up light therapy. You right. don't want to remember all that Latin, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just uh, I, I think it's great that like this information is in the hands of the people, and you guys having a product that maybe does cause skepticism. Maybe that's yep. good. Like I know talking again just about our clinic. Like 
when I first met Nurse Doza, I thought he was a, wha- a quack, and I told him so, like straight to his face. Yeah. We were both in like a meetup group together, and uh-huh. he did a talk on supplementation and vitamins, and I was like, you are shooting people up with bullshit. You need to shut your clinic down. Yeah. And he was just like, no, 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 come to my clinic, see what I'm doing. And, and uh, you know, obviously now the rest is history. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's very interesting that we're so skeptical mm-hmm. of these alternative therapies and we don't question what is in the pill bottle the, do- the doctor gives Yeah, us. isn't it amazing? Yeah. 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 And, I, and I wonder if it's anything like, um, you know, we see so many commercials. Like, I, I didn't yep. have cable for five years or something, and mm-hmm. I just got it again. Yeah. And s- like half of the commercials are a more farm, yeah, pharmacy. Farm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're pharmaceuticals. Yeah. And it's just insane that maybe that's why we just automatically think we can pop a pill. But I, at least for me, like so many of my health coaching clients, w- I think would love something like red light therapy as an alternative to some of those pills they have mm-hmm. to pop. Because some of them are just, you know, inflammation pills or sleep pills. Like sleep yep. pills are so terrible. Like right. You guys can help regulate circadian rhythm with right. that. Right. Yep. You got it. And that's one of the things, I mean, kind of come to come full circle on your point about like skepticism. Be- most people that aren't, aren't familiar with red light therapy like, there's very few that aren't skeptical, I'll put it yeah. that way, right? M- the overwhelming majority of people are. Yeah, because it's so like, that you're telling me I can look at this light bulb. Yeah, it's just light, right? Can yeah. I go look at a stoplight outside and get the same right. sort of benefits, right? <laughs> that's that's totally natural, and that's why it's so important for us to make sure that, like, everything that we do is either based on, on, on published peer-reviewed literature mm-hmm. um, or uh, it's, it's evaluated by independent third-party, uh, yeah. you know, companies. Um, just because we know that, we're like, by nature, people are going to be skeptical of the therapy, so that's mm-hmm. like, well... Um, you know, if you if if it's either rooted in real like science, or it's validated by independent third parties, like it's that's pretty compelling. I mean, it's hard to like poke too many holes in it. You know what I yeah. mean? So that's why, you know, our our philosophy is like to, con- to continue to, to to double down on that. You know, regardless yeah. of patents or whatnot, it's right. just like let the science speak for itself. You know? Absolutely. And I mean, you know, the n equals one studies say <laughs> a lot too. N equals one being just personal case studies and sure. testimonials, like. With those, I'm sure you guys get feedback from your clients mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Do you do you see kind of a pattern as to what kind of person purchases your products? Like, are there chronic pain people? Or are they sleep people? Mm-hmm. Or are they athletes? Like, do you have several types of people? Or it, what, what kind of people do you see come into your? To it's a it's right a now? super wide variety. It's quite honestly, it, it's challenging from a kind of a messaging standpoint yeah. because there's so many different personas that 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 purchase our products. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of professional athletes that use our uh, use our devices. Um, then we also have a lot of you know middle-aged men and women that heard it on Dave Asprey's podcast or heard you know Dr. Sarah Ballantyne talking about it or yeah. Mark Sisson talking about it. Um, then we have also like you know the senior citizens, like the the mid whether they're in their mid seventies or eighties and they've mm-hmm. got an arthritic knee yeah. and they use it for to reduce uh, you know for reduced joint pain. So it's it's really it's really broad. Um, but the cool thing is if you're if you're new to this and just kind of want to get a sense for like what people are saying or like people that well specifically that have, have purchased our products, if you go to juve.com and, and hit up our reviews page, like we post everything, even okay. if it's like you know even one or two bad. stars, <laughs> like it they're, they're going on there and. Uh, and by, by and large, like they're they're really positive ratings. I we're feel forged. like the one and two star people just didn't give it. It's due diligence. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Sh- usually that's I the case. See, yeah. you, but but we'll post it anyway. But like by and large, it's it's really positive ratings. But you get a sense for like people are experiencing such a wide variety of benefits. Mm-hmm. And it may be they they purchased a, a, a device for um for for uh, for like joint pain as yeah. an example, you know, or, or to reduce inflammation. But all of a sudden, like. 
I'm getting comment. They're getting comments on on how how much fuller their skin looks. Or yeah. they're like, people are claiming they they're getting Botox injections and and stuff. <laughs> it's 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 kind of funny, but that's kind of the cool thing about light therapy is that yeah. it has it, it it the benefits are so wide ranging that you get a lot of bang for your buck. And that just speaks to just the power of light. You know, back to our you know yeah. the, our, our discussion earlier about just getting outside in natural light more often. We're not talking about going to the beach and getting fried. That's not <laughs> what we're talking about. Yeah. But just getting more natural light exposure. There's there's just like so many benefits that come with that. Yeah, I think it's. I'm glad that you said the thing about going to the beach and getting fried. Yeah. Uh, I cannot remember who gave this talk last year, and I apologize, but last year's paleo effects, I got to peek in on part of a panel, um, and they were talking about like uh, chronic exposure in a sh it, it, over a long period of time is great. Uh, acute exposure in a short period of time is bad. Yeah. And the, and the reason we, we differentiate between chronic over a long period, even though that's kind of redundant, is like you want a little bit of light all the time yep. that, you know, like you said, 10 to 15 minutes is beneficial. So like mm -hmm. getting outside just a couple times a day or even once a day to start out is better than none. However, people do think all the time, like, well, shouldn't you wear sunscreen? And it's like, yeah, if you go to the beach, you should you right. know, get a sunscreen that isn't full of carcinogens because that's counterproductive. <laughs> right. But, you know, like going to the beach and getting fried is dangerous. That right. has been proven to cause cancer. But, you know, going outside especially in April in Austin for yeah. 15 minutes is very beneficial and you shouldn't be wearing sunscreen. You're actually blocking the effects of the sun. Right, right. <laughs> you, know? you know, you know what's interesting and I know we probably got to wrap up here pretty soon, but Dr. Ara, who's a, um, um, he, he's a, uh, I, I, j he, I just met him recently, but such a great guy. I, I actually How met him here. A-R-A. A-R-A. Yeah. Okay. He's, um, he's, uh, he trains a lot of, uh, guys on the PGA tour and the, and the, and the ATP, okay. the, a lot of, a lot of tennis pros. Um, and he also is like the, the wellness, uh, director for like the golf channel and golf digest. Really cool guy. But he mentioned that the most, um, the most, I'll ask you, this will be, this will be a good, like oh, question back to you. Getting what tested. do you, what do you think is the most, um, uh, shockingly, shockingly low, uh, blood marker for uh, PGA tour golfers, men specifically? Vitamin D. Vitamin D. So you guessed it. I didn't guess that. But isn't that interesting? I they're, think they're if you hadn't said shockingly low, yeah. I would have guessed something differently. But, but it's interesting, but right? They're out, they're out in the sun yeah. all day, but they're lathering on sunblock all the time, right? And yeah. so which blocks, you know, UVB rays. So we're talking about, like, thinking of the sun smartly, just like you would anything yeah. else. Like, don't don't go to the beach, you know, on a Saturday once a month and just fry <laughs> yourself. But yeah. Just get outside in the sun a little bit. If you're if you're out there like for a long time, obviously you may want to use some healthy healthy sunblock, you know, yeah. for for a long period of time. But like, you don't need to be using sunblock if you're out there for like 15, 20, no. 25 minutes a day. You know what I mean? And that's going to be very very beneficial in terms of vitamin D production, but also a lot. I mean, there's a, the whole, whole host of, of benefits from just you know natural yeah. you know light exposure like that. I don't I don't mean to put you on the spot with this <laughs> when I ask. Do you know like what the stats are on vitamin D? deficiency in America. I feel like I looked it up recently and I cannot remember. I, I, I don't. I feel like we actually posted on it like I, uh, a while back in one of our articles, but I don't recall off the top of my head. I know it's at least like half of Americans. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's very large. Yeah. yeah, which is insane. Which, But also like people, it's, it's common knowledge that people get seasonal affective disorder, mm -hmm. sad disorder in the winter. People tend to be more depressed. You're inside more, all that stuff. People like we talk about it, that's a commonly known thing in society that right. like, oh, it's winter, everyone's going to be depressed again. Right. And we generally know it's because we're outside less. Yep. But for whatever reason, we haven't made the ties of 
oh, why don't you just step outside more? <laughs> yeah, <know>? exactly. <laughs> if, or if someone, especially in the summer, is still feeling that way, it's like, you have no excuse. It's yeah. 80 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you know what's interesting about that topic? I was having, a, I was having some email correspondence with a, with a journalist from a, a, a pretty decent-sized publication, and, and she asked the question, well, isn't, is this red light therapy stuff the same thing as, like, the happy lights, right? The bright white lights for... For uh, uh, for sad for seasonal affective disorder, oh. and that's that's a, a fairly common question we get. Is like, yeah. oh, I've seen these things on Amazon. They're the bright white lights for for depression. Yeah. yeah, they're they're actually quite common. And 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 um, I thought it was interesting because she wanted feedback from Doctor Doctor Hamlin, who I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So I, I I looped in Doctor Hamlin. He he made a comment around you know yeah. It's, it's, it's like somewhat similar in the sense that our bodies are responding to different wavelengths of light. He's like, but red, red and near-infrared light are, are going to have a much more profound impact on, yeah. on seasonal affective disorder and depression. And it's just you get more bang for your buck with these wavelengths because you get a lot of other benefits too, right? And also it's terrible to stare at a white light. <laughs> have you ever had someone drive behind you with their brights on? Uh, yeah, yeah. It I don't want to sit in front of one of those bright white lights. Yeah, the yeah, it's not so happy. I don't know. I'm not sure why they call them happy lights. They're yeah. not so. They're not so happy, you yeah, know. The uh, red lights are. I mean, going down to y'all's booth and stuff, just hanging out there, you just kind of feel. It, it sounds counter, like counterintuitive because yeah. it's a red light, which is typically an angry color. But <laughs> you feel just kind of a sense of calm come over you. Yeah. When you're standing in those things. Yeah, most most people actually, it's very qualitative thing to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's uh, and it's it's not overly quantitative. It's hard to measure, but most that is a very common reaction. It's like people feel like a like a relief, like a <sighs> yeah. yeah. But th- but there is a lot of evidence that that, that does show like. Consistent um, uh, use of, of red and near infrared light therapy does help your um, your body naturally shift from a, 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 a para, uh, sympathetic state to a parasympathetic state. Okay. Um, so yeah, you do. I mean, there is like this notion of like a, a like a decompressing, yeah. and that's why a lot of people. And that, that's that's one of the most common um, sort of areas of feedback that we get with with uh, high performance athletes, professional mm-hmm. athletes, is like they notice almost immediately. Are in yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're sleeping like profoundly better. Yeah. And it's it's because of that that shift that's happening. But you know, in addition to the fact that these you know these wavelengths of light actually help your body naturally produce more melatonin, mm-hmm. and then if you're not exposed to bright blue light or bright white light at night, your body's going to release it on time because your circadian rhythm's not disrupted. Yeah. And so there's a lot of I mean there's like there's so many benefits to what we're talking about, right? Yeah. And and it's it all goes back to your point earlier, like our our bodies have receptors for a reason, right? Yeah. To respond and metabolize light mm-hmm. differently. So that they're, they're there for a reason, and yeah. so we just got to think more strategically about how to how to use those yeah, you know I, I really love that this is a blend of modern research yeah with, with primal you know needs right that's and that's kind of the whole point of this conference is to like meet all the people who are doing the research and finding out that our bodies like we we as a society advance so much quicker mm-hmm. that our bodies can evolve right and that's not a bad thing we just need to understand it and, and find ways like this yep. to, to work with it yeah and I think um, I think that I, to, to that point I think that's that that's why like like it's it's so cool to to work with people like Ben Greenfield and yeah. Dr. Sarah Ballantyne and Rob Wolf and Mark Sisson, like they're like they're advocates for like trying to live as like naturally you know as in in, in, in this the modern world but in a modern world yeah, yeah exactly like be cognizant of what you have to deal with but you know make an attempt yeah. to live like in a natural sort of organic paleo style way. Yeah. But you know you gotta you're gonna need some things to supplement along the way. Most people right. do, you know what I mean. So one of the taglines like that we use as a company, we don't we don't use it a lot, but this concept of like delivering light for a modern world, that's right? Cool. And so yeah, that's kind that's of good. what we we want to do is like, you know, make sure people are more cognizant of it. Get 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 the stuff that's free if you can. Yeah. But if you need a supplement, you know, invest in a light therapy device. Yeah, it's I'm so great that I'm so glad that we're doing this podcast too because we literally just did one a couple weeks ago about uh, the top six ways you can reduce inflammation in your uh. life, and we. 
for sure like shat on fluorescent lights <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> sure. of that talking about like you know you're surrounded by so many toxins and we consider fluorescent light one of them mm -hmm. and it's so hard to control our exposure to that right and like you said just you know navigating this modern world in our primal bodies mm -hmm. like having a device like this helps us to do that just like supplementing you know omega-3s because we know we're going to be eating more omega-6s than we need sure supplementing with omega-3s to bring that balance out it's kind you of got just it. a balancing act yep yep and with, with yours too I, this is kind of a weird question i guess have you guys played around with like timing of when to use the lights mm. like do you do you recommend people right before they go to sleep sit in front of one does yeah. it matter like, yeah. I mean, f first and foremost, we just, you know, anytime you can anytime fit ten, 10 minutes in your day to, yeah. to get to get a nice little light therapy dose, um, that's really, a, the, you know, all, all that we typically recommend because yeah. of the power output from our devices. But if you really want to, like, optimize, the morning or evening is best okay. uh, to kind of mimic the natural sun, sunset. Yeah, sunrise and sunset. And that's, like, in nature, that's where you'll find most red and infrared light, um, mm. or the highest concentrations of it is in the morning and in the evening. And so that's, I mean, if you're really trying to optimize, that's, that's ideal. And so... Um, because we were just talking about sleep, a lot of, like one of the common questions is, is if since red light does help my body produce more melatonin, should I use it at night instead of the morning? Am I going well, to be? Am I going to feel sleepy in the morning? And actually, our our bodies are so smart that yes, our, th they'll they'll produce more melatonin in the morning, but we'll store it if mm -hmm. our circadian rhythm isn't is is balanced and not at yeah. not not disrupted. And so we can produce more of it in the morning. But then if you are blocking out blue light mm -hmm. and, it, you know, exposing to, more, you know, light that's, that's lower on the Kelvin uh, temperature scale at night, like your body will begin to shut down. Just like yeah. it's the sun, just like the natural sunset, your body will begin to shut down and prepare yourself to sleep mm -hmm. and then release melatonin appropriately. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess to come full circle on the question, any time of the day is great. Yeah. But if you want to optimize morning or evening morning is usually evening. best. Okay. Two more questions. Sure. Um, we talk sometimes about sun gazing, and we have yet mm. to have a guest that, like, really wants to talk about it. I'm not sure. going to make you go into this whole spiel <laughs> about it, but do you, like, recommend people sit in front of these lights with their eyes closed, open? Does it matter? Does it, you know? Yep. Like, because I don't know, like, if some people think they're too bright to look into or whatever that is, but... To clarify for the listeners, sun gazing is this theory that we should be looking mm -hmm. at the sun at certain points of the day, specifically sunrise and sunset. Right. Um, which I assume actually has to do with the red light. Sure. Of those things. Yep. Yep. So, do you do you guys tell people one way or the other? Like, yeah, we've uh, well, one is we're very, very, very much advocates for sun gazing. Yeah. yeah, and not wearing sunglasses. In fact, one of the um, and his name is completely escaping me, but he's um, he's one of the um, he was one of the early sort of thought David, leaders. David Limaker. No, um, he was most well known for his time, his work in time lapse photography. Okay. Um, and if you, I, his name is completely escaping me, and I'll probably remember it right after we, <laughs> right after we hit the. But it's it, it's cool. Um, he um, he 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 worked on a lot of like he, he eventually worked at like Disney, but he was most okay. well known for his time lapse photography. But if you if you if you go, we'll put it, the link to the YouTube, his YouTube video in show notes. But he actually used time lapse photography to document how kids responded under, under fluorescent lighting in a, mm. in a schoolroom. Oh wow! And you can see it like th Their there's really yeah really profound uh, yeah. negative ramifications. And he actually first became really interested in kind of this concept of light as a as a healing instrument because he uh, he'd always suffered from chronic pain, chronic yeah. joint pain. Started going to the beach actually and not wearing sunglasses, mm -hmm. and he almost he noticed a dramatic decrease in joint pain and inflammation and so he's like there's there's has to be something to it yeah. and then that's when that's what sort of that, that's why he began to, to he was already into time last photography but that's when he that's what sort of provoked the interest in doing this like monitoring kids in school all day that are exposed to fluorescent lighting etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah. so yeah so 
we're definitely advocates of sun gazing, mm -hmm. but with our, our devices specifically, because they're class two medical devices, we have to actually get um, certain IEC safety testing mm -hmm. done. Um, and one of those is photobiological safety testing, which is uh, for, for your eyes to make sure that can someone look at, at this device yeah. and, and is it safe? Right. And so that's why we don't actually include eyewear or recommend eyewear with our, with our devices because we have that safety testing done and these wavelengths of light are actually beneficial yeah. for, for, for your eyes. Um, there's a lot of evidence that shows uh, not only do, do you get enhanced uh, in, in enhanced uh, results when it comes to vision, but also like it, it's in with people with patients that have suffered from like things like uh, macular uh, degeneration, degeneration. It's actually shown to, to um, really being uh, restorative and healing from from that disease state. So, so yeah, so that's so yes. Cool. A long story short, like yeah, we do yeah. recommend you know yeah um, looking at, yeah, lo looking at the yeah exactly. That's awesome. Um, and then the last one, I, I did crawl around y'all's website for <laughs> a bit, and I noticed specifically with the athletes or the joint pain people, like you're pinpointing. You know, you take yep. one of these mini juves, and like if you have a knee pain, like knee issues, put that little juve right by your knee and just right. let the light shine on the knee. So this is kind of like an area therapy thing, yep. which is why you recommend full body, I'm sure. Right. But that's the yeah. an area. Yeah, this. definitely. I mean, this is this little juve go, that's the kind of the nice thing about it. It's wireless and rechargeable. So even if you're like, you know, reading a book in bed or watching TV or whatever, you can just, if, if you've got like a bum knee or something, yeah. or like you tweak something in your knee, just hold it right on your knee yeah. for five to 10 minutes. And you know, that's super easy to get like a nice little, a nice little dose of energy. And that's actually a really good point though, because some people have this notion that you know, we're looking at a device that's kind of like the footprint of an iPhone right now. Yeah. And some people get this idea or have this idea that if I stand far enough back, what can treat can a larger area of my body? And that's actually the, um, is that may, they may kind of sound true. Or you may see like an illustration that, that documents that it's actually not true because the power diminishes a lot at mm -hmm. about 12 inches away from the device so much. And it's not linear. And like, and what I mean, it's not linear. It looks like, like if I, cone, right? yeah, it's yeah. And, out, and yeah. it's not like if I stand, Twi like like twice the distance away that you recommend, I just have to use it for twice as long. That's not true. It's not linear. Yeah. The, do the dosage isn't linear. Like the power really falls off at about mm -hmm. 12 inches. And so you want to make sure that whatever, you know, if, if you're using some sort of high quality light therapy device, the distance you are away from it does, it is definitely a function of the dose of energy and how long you have to use to it. it. Yeah. So you want to be, long story short, you want to be, you know, fairly close to it. And we, yeah. we, we usually recommend, you know, roughly three to six inches away from the device. Okay. Um, with something like this, if you're not using it, uh, uh, like something like the Go device, since it's, it's a handheld, if you're not using it for like a prolonged period of time, you can just, you know, lay it right Put on it your on knee. knee. Yeah, 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 and you're going to get, I mean, that's, that's super easy to do for most people, you yeah. know. So um, those are, but, but yeah, I mean, that's, we're, we're we, we want it. We'll continue to, to try and showcase the benefits of, of full body light therapy, but yeah. even something targeted like that, you're going to get some benefits from. Awesome. Well, I think that was all I had to ask <laughs> you. And uh, thank you for all this information. No, absolutely. Um, so where, okay, so spell juve for us so that we know, yep. uh, because I know I definitely kept spelling it wrong when I first heard about the company. <laughs> so tell us where we can find you, website, social media, all that stuff. Yeah, so it's a play on rejuvenate. So that's kind of okay. where it comes from. But uh, J-O-O-V-V.com. So two O's, two V's, so juve.com. Um, and if you're if you're new to this this light space, um, go to the learn uh, area of our site. There's a, there's a, a ton of different... Um, uh, articles that are all well sourced, where you mm -hmm. can you know learn about different different categories that may be of interest to you and, and how light can can impact those. Um, but on social, we're at at Juve Social, Juve um, social. on Instagram and Facebook and. 
we're semi-active on Twitter, but if you want to <laughs> if you want to engage with us, we're a little bit more uh, more uh, pre you know prevalent on, uh, on on Instagram. Yeah, you guys are really active on Instagram. Yeah. We're tagging y'all in a lot of stuff, <laughs> and you're always right there responding with your little light bulb. Yeah, no, our team our team does a good job. <laughs> they're they're uh, but Instagram seems to be the the, the channel it's of choice for us. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Good. yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Scott. No, absolutely. And, uh, Thanks for having this me on. Is really informative. I think I might be getting a juve later. So. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, well. Uh, definitely check out the, the Juve on social media and check out their website, guys. Like we said, all of this information that they're putting on their Learn tab is also readily available on PubMed.com. It is well-documented research, um, but this is an area that I think is going to blow up very soon. Sure. So um, hop on it and uh, see how Red Light can benefit you. Thank you so much. All right. Th thank you.